Oh, shit. Let me get my headphones. Jesus Christ. Stand by. This is fucking ridiculous. We didn't even start the goddamn thing yet, and you're not even set up. All right, coming in hot. I know, and I I think we confirmed to each other like a double check that we were ready, and I said yes. You're the one that said you were ready first, too. I think, yeah, maybe I even, you know, broached the subject. However, hello, world. Um, How you doing? We're deep into this thing. We're going to come right at you this episode. Again, we're on Apple. We're on Spotify. We love you. Crazy week. And to start, I figure we touch on something that happened, I think, right as we put the show out. Um, By the time that Jake Paul ended up fighting that bum that is Tyron Woodley. What a bum. What a boring bum. I think the credibility of UFC fighters has declined. And, but yeah, they fought at like midnight. It was terrible. It was boring. Again, good for Jake Paul. Good for the win. He's going to parlay this hopefully into something else. He already called out Jorge. George called out Masvidal, who was another UFC fighter, a BMF belt holder. He beat the shit out of Nate Diaz. So things are getting interesting. I did not necessarily expect that. Before the fight, I was talking shit. I thought Tyron was going to knock him out. And he just kind of like looked at him for eight rounds. He was like, hey, buddy. You know, maybe he collected a check. Maybe he bet on himself. I don't know what happened. Um, Did you end up watching the fight? What is your analysis here, Matt? Yeah, I didn't watch any of it. I was told, though, uh, from multiple sources that it was a terrible fight. Yeah, I think the significant strikes per round, when you broke it down, it was not a lot, you know, like a handful. And the one time that Jake went flying into the ropes, it's like, Tyron, what are you doing? Like, go finish the fight, buddy. Um, Yeah, really disappointing. $60 for the pay-per-view obviously you know i'm not a boomer i just illegally downloaded it and streamed it because that's what you do nowadays with any combat sport do not buy a pay-per-view it's just a waste of time go on reddit google it reddit just use reddit i told matt about reddit everybody's using reddit my grammy's using reddit it's what Until the it kids gets shut down again yes it did get shut down for a while and us telling everybody about it is probably not going to help that, but got to do what you got to do. Um, These are unprecedented times. Yeah, there's a recession looming. The price of gas is through the roof. I paid like three thirty, I think, this week. Um, but yeah, so did you, I don't think you, you didn't bet on this, did you? You didn't even watch it. Oh, God, no, no. I wouldn't bet on th- shit like this. Never, uh, is this, oh. this is technically an exhibition f- fight, like, no, it was professional. Oh, shit. So they actually got, yeah. like, records. Eight, yeah, it, it's it's a professional fight. It's uh, It was eight rounds. It was sanctioned. It was legitimate as fuck. They had, like, a real yeah, rough. That's, that's shocking to me. Right, I know. And Tyron after was just, like, super cope. You know, he was in the ring, like, uh, are we going to do it again? It's like, what are you talking? Like, he's like, I'll whoop your ass. It's like, we just watched you not do that. You know, you've had a lot of... A lot of time, a lot of buildup. And even pre-fight, there was a little bit of a scuff up where some people were talking shit to Tyron Woodley's mom. Again, that gives you the motivation, right, to get over the hump. Sometimes as a guy, you find yourself in a fight and you, you're just like, what am I even, you know, you look at a dude and it's like, why are we going to punch each other right now? You know, you'd wish somebody would talk shit about your mother so that you have a little motivation to go in there and really, you know, bite his, bite his toe, 
do the things that you need to do to win the fight. That's what it's all about, Matt. Yeah, this happened Sunday night. I was easily in bed by the time this actually took place. I was yeah, not going to even waste my time with this. You're a complete boomer, and we appreciate you for that. You are up early. Uh, you you know yell at kids, and you trim your lawn a lot, probably a couple times a week. I have to do it tomorrow morning. That you don't. You really I'm don't. Already, no, I'm already planned for it. Okay. So we've got some really wild news, and one that I, quite frankly, can't believe we're even talking about because the magnitude that this was pulled off, this is a multi-year operation. This is a long play. Oh, yeah. This is... Uh, we are talking about Bishop Sycamore, everybody's favorite Catholic school, and they have everybody knows him. They have duped ESPN and all of us, apparently. Right at this point, I still don't even know what's going on. Yeah, it seems like there's more information coming out every day about this, which apparently started in 2018. Uh, their head coach apparently has a warrant out for his arrest. And he started a fake school, basically. Yeah, and so the reason, I mean, this is even associated with ESPN is we're we're coming up on football season, baby. You know, all the boys, we're going to be with it. I'm going to be at my buddy Zach's next Sunday. Listen, we get it. But in the meantime, ESPN has to fill that time with things. And sometimes they do like premier high-level high school football. And I think that they were playing this on ESPN2 over the past week, all these different games all over the country. And this one was IMG Academy, which is like a prep school that literally recruits. It's not even I mean, real. Like, for fuck's sake, I don't even know how they're allowed to have a team. I don't get they're... it either, but it's like a private school that recruits the best athletes and stuff from around the country. And this game involved them playing Bishop Sycamore, the one that Matt mentioned. And that's the reason that they're even involved is because they ended up losing that game 58 nothing. And during the game, it was revealed that you know, for one, these players aren't even 18 years old. They're like 24. You know, one of them has like tattoos. There's been games that have been lopsided. You know, there's been games where there's been a fight. The Malice at the Palace. You know, I'm down to get to, I'll watch a felony. You know, I love World Star. I'm with it. But this is something where I think, it, I don't know how many people signed off on this. Like, how does it get to the point where you don't realize this team doesn't exist? Which also, they played a game two days earlier so they played two games within a three-day span which is clearly illegal and yeah, that is illegal it. as fuck so don't <clears> worry probably there there have been assurances that this would not happen again i was gonna say yeah i'm sure that this association that set up this game to begin with is doing a wonderful job making sure that this won't you know ever occur um the, they actually played IMG Academy last year during COVID, so not, obviously nobody saw it or gave a fuck. And they lost 56-6. to six. They finished the year 0-6. It was the season finale. And they didn't even win a game, obviously, at all the whole season, and they weren't even close. Now, we come steamrolling right into their game on ESPN. They get whomped. Come to last week. So August 30th, I'm looking at Texas Football Life here on Twitter on the timeline Matt sent me pre-show. Um, this is quoted as saying the listed address for Bishop Sycamore. Um, the photo here on Twitter is a duplex on Google maps. It's literally like somebody's apartment. 
it looks awful. Like it, it doesn't look nice. Like they'd have outdated uh, appliances. Definitely not hardwood. Satellite TV though. They do have satellite TV. Satellite TV in the bush out front. Okay, it's very seventies. And uh, the other listed address that they had on their Max Preps account, Bishop Sycamore. So you think, well, maybe they put it in wrong. Well, the other one comes up as Franklin University Library. So a building that has nothing to do with the school at all. It is actually, um, I, I mean, this is just a scam. This is just scam, big time scam, right? I still can't believe that this happened. Which, it's like said, I said, this has been a three-year operation where uh, in the past, games have been canceled against them because they either didn't buy a block of hotel rooms. Uh, I think they had a game in West Virginia at some point that got canceled because the school that they were playing actually did some research and realized they had kids that were not under 18 on the Right, team. like, oh my god, this isn't even safe. Like, I'm like could you imagine? Can you imagine if the 24-year-old dude that tore his ACL had, like, a fucking shank and, like... That's what I was going to say. Somebody. I mean, you're talking that's, about a situation that's, like, the longest yard. This yeah, is the longest liability. yard team. You have fucking Joey Diaz and Adam Sandler dropping back to pass. I mean, I wouldn't put my kids out there, especially with the CTE concerns nowadays. Um, come a day later, though, August 31st, Bishop Sycamore, they came to their senses. They fired their head coach, Roy Johnson, who currently has a warrant out for his arrest. Nobody can locate him. So not very successful. They were also touting that they're playing like the hardest schedule in high school because they're playing all the big-time schools. Well, Jesus Christ. How did none of those schools do any research? They have the means to do so. It's not like they're playing my fucking high school. And Bing. Yeah, at this point, I think this is a real indictment at the end of the day on high school athletic directors and what total boomers they are and how little they give a fuck about your children and their safety. All right. We are, as my dog whines, I tell you, what a world. Uh, It is my birthday weekend. So actually, I don't know when this episode will come out, but this is the one kind of dead week of the year before football we have college football going on right now and matt's actually can't even give us his full attention for it he is probably watching it on one of his many monitors but this week used to be the fourth preseason week in the nfl they've removed that now we have 17 regular season games three preseason the cuts have been down right every team is their 53 roster these are the teams you're going to rock with for the rest of the season i I asked pre-show for any Again, this is an exciting time, right? I think a lot of the people here in America, even even some females, even the ones that aren't into females, they kind of like football. So do you have any hot takes or any opinions here that you want to, you know, bounce off us to ruffle some feathers? Yeah, so uh, welcome to Matt's Degenerate Hour, because I'm going to go through win totals over under bets. So I'm going to rip through these and I'm going to see how you feel about them. Go ahead. Minnesota Vikings, eight and a half over. I don't know how to feel about that. I like that. I think Kirk Cousins gets a lot of shit, but I don't know why. He's not that bad. I mean, it's because he's into Jesus and the whole COVID thing. But outside, Yeah, but outside of that, he's a pretty accurate quarterback, and receivers from a fantasy perspective also tend to thrive under him. Um, Stephon Diggs before he dipped. Thielen, Jefferson, 
So I feel like this could be a hot take. Uh Chargers, nine and a half under. Uh, Herbert's going to regress, right? I think second year in a system with a new, he, you know, the coach that they had, you had a rookie of the year, 4,300 yards, 30 plus touchdowns, and you fire the coach. Like, are you retarded? So the, so he's not, even if you get him to play at that same level, that's a plus, but I don't see it happening. And their division in particular, it's just, no. Like, they're going to win six games max. They're They're terrible. Uh, Patriots, nine and a half, under. Yep, I'm right there with you, especially with the rookie quarterback. I just, I think the Jets are better this year. The Bills are insane, and Miami's no joke. So every weekend, week out, you're going to have a tough, a tough go of it. And again, Mac Jones is very solid. Um, but you know, 17 weeks solid, like he's going to win 11 yeah. of those. Like, fuck out of here. Oh, uh, I got one more. Washington football team, eight and a half. I'm going over. Wow. So you're going, you're putting your chips into the table on Fitz Magic, on Fitz Gouge. I'm heavily considering plopping a bet down on Washington to win the division. So, real quick, high level, the Giants are a joke, right? If your quarterback. Correct. If your forever quarterback is Daniel Jones, he's literally 32nd out of 32. He's awful. Um, Dallas Cowboys, Hard Knock says it all, man. If, if anybody caught it, we, we went over it on the show. It was super boring. But if you did watch it, they lost every game. Uh, very basic, very 2009 offense. It's very like 11 personnel. They just, it, what you see is what you get. And that ain't going to fly these days. Uh, they've had injuries to Dak, they've had injuries to Zeke. And their defense is fucking horrible. Which leaves us with the Eagles, who we already mentioned again. Young quarterback, team in flux, new defense, new offense, new coach, new scheme. There are, uh, DraftKings has two promos going this weekend. And I have to bring them up because I love these. You literally can't lose. It is for the opening game, Tampa Bay and Dallas. This promo has Tampa Bay on the spread as plus 73. So do you think if Tampa Bay loses, they will lose by more than 73 points? No. Good answer. So, yeah, we maxed out that bet. So that's free money. The idea that they have a business model where they just hand people out money, I mean... Do I applaud it? Should I just clap? See, people always ask me about that. Like, why would you do this? You're just losing a shitload of money. Well, there's a lot of degenerate gamblers out there. So, yeah, they're going to win free money, but they're going to be dumb enough to spend it again, and they're going to lose it right back. Which is you, in a nutshell. We will revisit these over-under win totals at the end of the season, and we'll see how we did. Yeah, you know, it's going to be nice and kind of manic for us to go through week to week as our wallets just get emptied. You know, it's probably not healthy, honestly, to document it and put it out there for other people to chronicle and potentially use against us in the future. Wow, it sounded like our bot that records this audio has emphysema. I don't know what's going on. It's Friday for everybody. You know, we are recording this again, not on the Lord's Day. So I will edit, though, for Christ. 
Um, we're going to transition here a little bit more of a somber note. We will not be talking about, obviously, Afghanistan or the hurricanes that are ravaging the Northeast, which traditionally when I see hurricanes, right, Houston affected by three inches of rain. You know, I talk shit, right? We're from the Northeast. I, I'm snobby. We won the Civil War. And then I bring up civil engineering. Just a bunch of boomers, right? Do you have nobody that can make a goddamn sidewalk? Right? These are things that we figured out in the 50s. But Ida has completely ravaged New York, specifically in downstate. I don't know if you've seen the videos. Like, there's cars like in the ocean now. It's just like ocean to the ocean just took everything. It's absurd. So it's affecting everybody, and I can't talk shit anymore. Which leads us to a topic that really was spearheaded last week. Um, so Andrew Cuomo, we're into September now, right? Transitioning of seasons. For New York, Andrew Cuomo was the governor. He stepped down officially, I think it was on the 14th. When he left, right, there's literally kind of a logistical nightmare that happens where they have to move this dude out. I mean, this guy, right, he was in there for 12 years. You know, he's got secret rooms. He has a slave. He's got a sex worker. He has somebody that he diddles on Thursdays. Like, there's a lot of moving parts here that they have to get out in time for the new person, Kathy Hochul, to come in and be the new governor. Like, literally on that Thursday, She's got to wake up at eight and do her job. And in the scramble of this, Andrew Cuomo, the wonderful man that he is, the progressive, right, the kind-hearted soul, he forgot the dog. And this has been confirmed by the Times Union. And on top of that, I think there was a report, Matt, did you send, who, was it Biden? Who else left? Where, where else were the dogs left? Uh, yes, there was the, there's a claim that we left, uh, contract service dogs over in Afghanistan after the right. uh, very successful withdrawal. Mission complete, flawless withdrawal. Dogs were left, although I did see the Pentagon report that told me that that's not true. And if I learned anything from, you know, Bush era neocons and 2006 and war, et cetera, it's just to believe the Pentagon no matter what. So I don't think that we did. However, to be devil's advocate, if we did leave those dogs there, that's a no-go, dude. I mean, that really turns my stomach. That's fucked up, too. I mean, they put their lives on the line for us. You know, pour a little out for those dogs. Obviously, the 13 service members as well. This is a pro-fucking, what do you want to say, service? I mean, obviously, we bangs with you. You know, we understand the sacrifices that you make. We respect you. Um. And that goes for dogs of all breeds. I'm pretty picky. You know, I'm one of these people, if I see a baby and it's ugly, I'm going to say that baby's ugly. Same goes for dogs. Like Matt has a dog when he sent it to me. Before I opened the first photo of it, I was like, this dog could be ugly. And I would tell you, but he's adorable. These ones, they might not be, right? They might be, might be something that I disagree with. Maybe they bark really loud. Maybe they're annoying. But we accept them and we love them nonetheless. And this show is going to shine a light on the fact that, you know, we abandoned them in what is supposed to be a flawless withdrawal. Yeah, the uh, the doggos need to come home or at least find somewhere for the doggos to go because they need Hashtag doggos come home. We should um, set up some type of million man march to Washington, right to the front door, maybe even into his bedroom, you know, wake him up. In Delaware, the, uh, I don't know where he is. Well, we can go to the local ice cream parlor. 
any ice cream parlor in Washington, D.C. that does have chocolate, chocolate, like multiple chocolate chip on the menu, it's just logical. It's where we need to be. And we will catch up with him and we will get the answers that we need to bring these dogs home. Hashtag bring the doggos home. Even the ugly ones, honestly. Yeah, but Cuomo's more of a piece of shit for leave, actually leaving his own yeah, in some sen- dog. In some senses, the these were joint, you know, like UN dogs, right, contracted to just help us out for sniffing out bombs, etc. Um, this was, Cuomo, conversely, it was literally his dog. Like, it was, he fed it every day, you know, he gave it fucking Purina. And he just fucking left it. So, you're not going to get away with it, buddy. I know CNN won't talk about it, but we will. In world news, because we have gone international, so we're going to cover we're not, international. Yeah, we have absolutely correct. We have gone international. And if we're not going to touch on a diddle, then we're going to bring you something just as cultured. We've got news out of coming from the motherland, China. 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 And they have decided that effeminate men can no longer appear on television. Like in general, so, like the, what about if they're drawn? Well, oh, that's a that's a good question. Do they even have cartoons in China? I really don't think so. Cartoons. I guess. Well, is it anime big over there? Yeah, manga. No, that's. I don't want to lump like everyone Korean? together. Right. I feel like it's everywhere but there because China doesn't even have Google. That's true. They control the internet. And I just saw something piggybacking on this. So in general, right, I think we're just seeing authoritarian stuff doing what they do. And China going to the lengths of saying, like, no effeminate men on TV whatsoever. We, we don't want any sissy boys, which is for the lulls, but also, like, holy shit. Like, they... I think it's just good to remind Americans that bitch all the time that, like, outside of our country and our media and our little bubble and echo chamber, like, there's actually horrible things going on. You know, it could be worse. And there was a, they had like an A-list celebrity over there that disagreed with the government in some interview, like abroad, and they literally canceled her. They, like, deleted all of her public accounts, so now she's just gone. You know, it's 2021 and COVID. Everybody's locked down and welded into their homes in China, so the idea that if you don't have a social presence anymore, you're just not marketable. Yeah, they, the National Radio and TV Administration literally said that they have to put an end to sissy men and other abnormal aesthetics. Now, abnormal. I wonder what they do think is normal over there because China, my grandfather has been over there for work for GE and stuff, and he said they do some fucking weird shit. And their diet is weird, and like they eat everything. Like that's not even. You can be offended if you want. First off, you're an idiot. But secondly, that's the reality. I mean, that's what he saw and that's what he experienced. Um, I'm looking to, if you Google, they have like no cartoons whatsoever. Like they, they do not allow creativity, you know, and this is kind of what stops it. Like ideally, you know, I don't want whatever, you know, whatever is abnormal, whatever is, you know, you don't want it thrown in your face all the time. I understand that. I get it. I'm a human being. I don't have to feel good about it all the time either. But um, you have to allow those people to thrive because they have a role in society and they can actualize and they allow, like, they add color to shit, you know? Like, somebody that I probably disagree with politically and don't want to have a beer with outside of work. But they have a role. Yeah, apparently that the China 
is concerned that uh, Chinese pop stars, which are influenced by the, and I'm quoting here, sleek, fashionable look of some South Korean and Japanese singers and actors are failing to encourage China's young men to be masculine enough. And that is true. They do have a big-time standing army. Um, they are changing, I think, their policy regarding, like, birthing people. You know, they can have women now. You don't throw them on the rocks of the shore or something. Um, that's what I was taught growing up, and I think that's still kind of the environment that up until recently it's been under. So we're going to continue to see this where they want us to be a little bit more like that. And I think us here at this fucking show, we're going to continue to like slam seltzers, you know, like we love Bud Light. We love jet skis. Like Matt has an in-ground pool. We're totally about America. Seltzers. Okay, America first. I don't yeah, drink I think no it's fucking been, seltzers. Even there, though, I think between the show, I mean, you would if, if it was brought to the table, you know, and it's just, it's classy. And I feel like it's the American wave with young people. Have you ever had one before, actually? I have. I really don't care for seltzers. It doesn't Which do ones it. have you it had, just, though? Because it I'm, just tastes I'm like flavored picky. water. Yeah, but I, it has alcohol in it. Uh, I've mostly tried White Claw. I've tried some of the other brands out there. Okay. White Claws are good, so if do you don't anything. like those, I just we just got a fist fight at that point. Like, I think they're good. Just give me a fucking natter day and call it a day, okay? That's what I'm here for, especially in the summer. No, it is. I I don't know. I don't really empathize with like craving. Beers are heavy to me, so the seltzer does have like that's the market it's for. It's for pounding it at ten a.m. I can't do beer at ten a.m., dude. It's literally like drinking bread. I'm just can, full by one p.m. You can pound Natter Days at ten a.m. Then we will. Um, we have a lot of things coming to the show. This was our last topic. So yeah, China, fuck you. All right. Um, also Cuomo anybody that leaves their dog behind fuck you as well Tyron Woodley fuck you and also anybody associated with charging $60 for that event um, anybody on ESPN that I don't know curtailed a real sporting event and decided to show a bunch of ex-felons in their mid-20s play high school football and lose by 37 points fuck you too yeah that, that's pretty much it we will be here next week we're 32 deeps rolling I can't wait till we get to 50 uh, we love you. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. We'll be talking to you. Peace, people.